What up? Live on a Friday. It's your host, Addison Bell. Welcome back to another edition of From the Jump. Live on this Friday, man. We got to get straight to it. Breaking news right now. Urban Meyer has just officially came out with his statement. I'm sorry. I know it's baseball going on. We got, we're going to talk Lamar Jackson. We'll get into YG Stay Dangerous, Travis Scott, World. We'll talk about all that. But right now, Urban Meyer has just came out with his statement. Now, I'm not going to read the entirety of it. But let me read you the excerpt that's the most important. Now, Urban Meyer, when speaking about this issue, now take a listen to what Urban Meyer had to say last week at the media days, and then I'll read you what he said today. Why fire Zach now if you had kept him on staff after 2009? As I do any time, I imagine most coaches or people in leadership positions, you receive a phone call, first thing you do is tell your boss, let the experts do their jobs. And it came back to me that what was reported wasn't actually what happened. Uh, Shelly and I actually both got involved because of our relationship with that family. 2015, I got a text late last night and then uh, there was nothing. Now here's what Urban Meyer said today. Urban says, here's my truth. While at the University of Florida and now the Ohio State University, I have always followed proper reporting protocols and procedures when I have learned of an incident involving a student, athlete, coach, or a member of our staff by elevating the issue to the proper channels. This is what Urban Meyer posted on his Twitter feed. And he said, I did so in regards to Zach Smith incident back in 2015. He says, I take responsibility. I take that responsibility very serious. And any suggestion to that is simply false. He says, unfortunately at the Big Ten, as which is what you heard in the recent clip back on the 24th, I failed on many of those fronts. My intentions was not to say anything inaccurate or misleading. However, I was not adequately prepared to discuss the sensitive personnel issues with the media. And I apologize for the way I handled those questions. Now, Zach Smith spoke out today as well. Here's what he had to say. There was aggression in, in the relationship, but anything I ever did to her was a defensive action. All I know is I've never hit my wife. Now, after hearing Zach Smith's point, what the hell is going on here? What the hell is going on here? Because now we got a whole bunch of talking and we got a whole lot of statements that are not making sense. Now, I guess what we have to understand about this entire situation is I feel like what they're trying to do is confuse us at this point because there are a lot of hands in this. You got Gene Smith, the athletic director, who at this point, Zach Smith, in a Sports Center interview, has said to this point that everybody knew what was going on. Urban Meyer knew what was going on. And so did Gene Smith. So if these guys knew exactly what was going on, one, why didn't Gene Smith fire Zach Smith back in 2015? Why did he keep Zach Smith on the roster? For the past 48 hours, I could not understand why he kept him on the roster. And then I did my research and come to find out Earl Bruce, former legend, Ohio State coach, which is Zach's grandfather. So now I, it makes sense to me. I'm like, oh, the money is tied. Everybody is connected. Now, Courtney Smith did a separate interview, and here's what she had to say. When did the alleged abuse begin? Uh, that was in 2009, um, the Gainesville incident um, that I'm sure you're aware of. This don't sound good, y'all. Now, Ohio State announced last night that it will hire a special independent six-person group, three board of trustees from the university, and then three outside individuals to conduct this research with Urban Meyer. Urban Meyer, of course, has said that he will be compliant as well. Ohio State football camp did begin today, and offensive coordinator Ryan Day will be the head coach. Again, Urban Meyer has been on paid leave since Wednesday. Now, let me explain what Title IX is. A college or a university that receives federal funds may be held legally responsible when it knows about and it ignores sexual harassment 
or assault in its programs or activities. In its programs or activities, colleges or universities that receive federal funds may be held legally responsible. So now, this is where this situation gets taken to the next level. You kept this individual on staff knowing that this was going on. If in fact, Urban Meyer knew about this and he purposely kept Zach Smith on his roster through this entire time, Ohio State has no other option at this point. You saw what happened years ago with Jim Trestle, in which he, I don't know, when they come back, yeah, you knew all about the tattoos. You knew all about them selling their merchandise. You knew what was going on in your program. You're the head football coach. And in this case, if that's the case, Urban got to go, no matter how good of a coach he is, straight up. Now, switching gears a little bit from the Ohio State situation, and again, any more information that does come out, I definitely will keep you posted. EA Sports and Madden NFL 19 is currently under fire right now when a fan discovered that Colin Kaepernick's name was omitted from YG's song, Big Bang. Now, take a listen to how EA Sports just disrespected my man Cap. Now I lead the packet. You boys are Cap, I'm now, even though the former 49er quarterback isn't even in the game, you had to go that low to delete the man name out of the song? Here's what EA Sports had to say in regards to all of this. They said that we made an unfortunate mistake with our Madden NFL soundtrack. Members of our team misunderstood the fact that while we don't have the rights to include Colin Kaepernick in the game, this ultimately doesn't affect the soundtrack. Duh. Just because the fact that you don't have the rights to him and he can't be in the game, don't mean that you bleep his name out on the hottest song right now of the summer. Are you crazy? That's the song that everybody bumping right now. In Madden 18, Bars of Soap, created by Mike Will Made It, rap by Sway Lee. Which, by the way, Sway Lee ran that entire song. The same thing happened in Madden 18. She be hoping that I take a knee like Kaepernick. Yes, that is what Sway Lee said. And of course, there was nothing sexual about this. There was nothing derogatory about what he said. She hoping that I take a knee like Kaepernick. EA Sports excluded his name from it, but most people probably didn't trip off of it and or most people probably didn't even realize that EA Sports did that. Now them coming out with the with the apology and they said they're going to update it on August 6th. Uh, okay, but a lot of people now are going to be turned off because it was like you purposely omitted that. And this was the game that a lot of people wanted to buy because Antonio Brown was on the cover. And this year, Madden, there was a lot of teams, a lot of guys changed places, a lot of new rookies in there. So a lot of people were excited for this Madden. But now Madden coming out, omitting Colin Kaepernick's name is only going to bring more negative attention to it, which leads back to the NFL, which ultimately leads back to the anthem protest, which ultimately leads back to why Colin Kaepernick still does not have a job in the NFL, goes back to why Colin Kaepernick is not even included in Madden 19. Now, YG has something interesting to say about this. Y'all listen to what the big homie YG said. I want my, my homie, Colin Kaepernick, to know that I ain't had nothing to do, you know what I'm saying, with that Madden shit. I ain't approve that. Big Sean ain't approve that. Nicki Minaj ain't approve that. I support you. You already know I've been supporting you. You homie. Yeah, 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 yeah. I second, third, fourth, fifth, sixth, all of that, YG. I need an apology to the homie Kaepernick because you disrespected him. <laughs> Yeah, you got to get this one right, man. You can't be omitting Colin Kaepernick's name on a game and don't think people not going to notice. Come on. It's 2018. You know we notice everything. Coming up next on From the Jump, we'll talk Lamar Jackson's night last night. I'll give you my thoughts on how he looked last night. We'll talk Terrell Owens skipping tomorrow's Hall of Fame enshrinement. And LeBron James had a pep talk with his team. Was he right? Stay tuned. It's From the Jump. 
Fresh out of Sprite! Fresh out of Sprite? Fresh out of Sprite! Fresh out of Sprite! Fresh out of Sprite! come with a fast charger? No. I hear the Galaxy S9 comes with a fast charger. Yeah, but you could just buy a USB-C to lightning cable and then also get the fast charging adapter. Oh. Should do the job. Have a great day. Fresh off the advertisement break, it's your boy, man. We live in the FTJ studios. Going up right now, man. Follow your boy on Twitter right now at From the Jump, man. Hey, I follow everybody back. And the first person that followed me right now, I guarantee you, I will shout you out. But now, Hall of Fame game last night kicked off the 2018 season. All the Hall of Famers was in the building. Well, except for Terrell Owens. But again, Ray Lewis, Brian Urlacher, Randy Moss, Dawkins, Jerry Kramer, Robert Brazil, and Bobby Behar were all at the game. Now, last night's game was a defensive game. It was a, it was a snooze fest. But let me give you some quick stats. Tyler Bray, of course, no Mitchell Trubisky. First preseason game. You know the Bears ain't going to give it away. 18 for 34, 181 yards, and one touchdown. Now, RG3 making his return back to the field after being out for a couple years. Finished the game yesterday rather good. 7 for 11. 58 yards, one touchdown, and one interception. And again, Joe Flacco did not play yesterday, first preseason game. Probably won't see him to maybe next week and or to probably that third or fourth preseason game. Because, you know, the teams ain't trying to give up plays or the new things that they've added. And lastly, LJ8, a.k.a. the young superstar in the making, finished the game last night, 4 for 10, 33 yards, one touchdown, one interception. He also carried the ball eight times for 25 yards. Now, last night's game was a defensive game. It was a... Fast, if you will. A lot of defensive turnovers, a lot of penalties. It's the first game of the season, so you know how those go. But one thing I did notice about last night's Hall of Fame game was that the NFL helmet rule was on full display last night. Some guys got 15-yard penalties for some unnecessary roughness helmet to helmet, and that was what we wanted to see. We wanted to see that new NFL rule be in place, or we wanted to see the first person break it and see what would happen. And again, you cannot leave with your helmet. That's what the NFL is ultimately trying to eliminate, especially after the Ryan Shazier situation. They want to ultimately eliminate guys dropping their head to make the tackle. What I noticed from Lamar Jackson last night, Lamar didn't play bad last night. I, I, I thought he looked good. Again, he threw the one pick, but the guy just really out-muscled the receiver. Everybody wanted to say he's not accurate. He got to work on his footwork. Forget accuracy. This boy is a gamer. When you see him in there, he just figures it out. Some guys are just gamers. Some quarterbacks got the whole drop back package. But when the pocket collapses, they don't know what to do. Lamar Jackson is one of those quarterbacks to me that seems like once the pocket collapses, that's when he's at his best, when he's able to think on his feet. But now what I will say is him and RG3 are in a backup quarterback battle right now for that backup quarterback spot in Baltimore. I don't think day one, game one, the Ravens will start Lamar Jackson. I think they should. I think at this point you drafted him in the first round. This is a Heisman Trophy quarterback. If Lamar Jackson beats out RG3, at some point you have to start him. At some point he's going to have to play. The whole, we're going to put him in for two or three plays at the Wildcat, the wide receiver. That's how you get guys injured. You don't do that. 
especially as a quarterback, I'm not doing that. This isn't college. This isn't pound ball. This ain't middle school ball. We're not doing the multiple positions. Lamar Jackson is a quarterback, and I feel like that's the position in which he should play. Forget the fact of accuracy. He can't throw the ball. He doesn't have the right footwork. Whoever got the most points at the end of the game wins, right? I thought that was the name of the game. You want to win? Put Lamar in. You spray. You awkward. You're gold. Smell fresh all day with new Axe Gold Body Spray. But keeping with the Hall of Fame, Terrell Owens expressed his displeasure and his reason as to why he will not be attending the Hall of Fame ceremony. Now take a listen to what Terrell Owens had to say today in regards to it. I don't expect everyone to agree with me. Obviously, the criteria and the system put in place for the Hall of Fame I agree with Terrell Owens completely after hearing him say this. Because this ain't about being a first ballot or second ballot Hall of Famer. This is about the fact that there is a process in which guys are selected and there's a flaw in that system. You mean to tell me a guy who finished in the top three in receiving yards and receiving touchdowns and damn near the top 10 in receptions is not a first ballot Hall of Famer? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Terrell Owens, outside of Randy Moss, is arguably the best damn receiver I've seen play with my own two eyes. And I got two kind of nice good ones. So I know what I'm watching. Terrell Owens is one of the best receivers to ever play this game. You know, the old heads going to say Jerry Rice and all these other guys. But come on. We know the real numbers do not lie. Terrell Owens' numbers are there. But people just didn't like the character and that Terrell Owens was. And I agree that the Hall of Fame player should get to pick wherever he wants to hold his ceremony. So if it's at Canton, Ohio with everybody else, cool. If it's at University of Tennessee, Chattanooga, cool. If it's at his house, that's even better. Wherever he decides to hold his press conference, wherever he decides to hold his induction at, the camera should be there. And the fact that the Hall of Fame said that they individually will not even acknowledge Terrell Owens, it almost kind of proves Terrell Owens' point. The fact that they said they were going to mail him his jacket, for me, was I don't even want it. I'm returning it to Cinder. I'll make my own Hall of Fame jacket. And besides, Terrell Owens has been humble about the Hall of Fame to this point. He said today, this is a pretty stellar class. These are the guys that I play with and against. But now, let me ask you a question, because it's from the jump, and we're going to keep it all the way real. Who's the better receiver out of the two, Randy Moss or Terrell Owens? Don't answer that question. The first answer that came to your mind already. On today's wrap-up, LeBron James has some important words for his son's AAU basketball game last week before their national championship. We got Hall of Famers and, and one of the best, some of the best players that ever played a game came up. They just playing a role. If you don't want to roll, play tennis or play golf. Because then you can do what you want to do. And then you got nobody else to blame because it's only an individual sport. But if you want to play a team sport, there's going to be things that you can't, you got to give up to get what you want. Now, of course, after listening to what LeBron had to say, he's absolutely right. Now, this summer has pretty much all been about LeBron James. I think from the time the finals, that game won 51-point performance, J.R. Smith blunder, to today, August 3rd, 2018, we have discussed LeBron James every single day. Now, you have seen him at his son's AAU games, cheering on the sidelines, impromptu dunk contests, and just simply being a dad above all and everything. Now, he's absolutely right. This message that he is giving to the kids is important. You are going to have to give to get. Some of the best players, Hall of Famers, came off the bench. Most notable guys right now coming off the bench, Andre Iguodala, which, by the way, was a finals MVP. Jamal Crossover, 
Eric Gordon, I'm sorry, Jamal Crawford, but you know what I meant, Eric Gordon, and also six-man Lou Will. Great role players right now in the NBA. Why? Because they understand their role. Lou Will will tell you all the time, I'm going to do whatever the team asks me to do. He was the leading scorer for the Clippers last season. But now the real question is, is LeBron James going to be able to walk it like he talked it this season with the Lakers? Because there are some things that LeBron James is going to have to give up this season in order for him to get that fourth championship. It's going to be times Lonzo's bringing the basketball up the court. There are going to be times Brandon Ingram's going to be bringing the basketball up the court. There are going to be times Kyle Kuzma will be bringing the basketball up the court. He will not be the primary ball handler. How will he be able to adjust to that? He may have to play center at sometimes on this team. How will he adjust to that? He may very well have to come off the bench in spurts because of the young guys just playing better than him. How will he then adjust? So again, there are going to be a lot of adjustments this season for LeBron James with his first year with the Lakers. And again, his message to the kids was important. But now we talked about a lot today. We talked about LeBron, talked about Terrell Owens, which sidebar, a note just came out saying Space Jam 2 is currently in the works. Uh, I say don't do Space Jam 2, LeBron. Make your own movie. Follow your boy on Twitter at From The Jump. I follow everybody back on there. It's your boy. We out.